just let me let me start by saying, please, everybody, calm down. All right, this All is right. Monday morning. Let's yeah, let's, let's, let's act like down. it. Yeah, <laughs> let's act like it. Like like we're on NPR talking. Yeah, about, there you go. We'll talk about plants. Yeah, oh, and please. honeybees. Plants please. and honeybees. Please, please, cross pollination, or is that a Tuesday subject? Uh, that's afternoon. That's afternoon. afternoon. Okay. Yes, so. Okay. Cross pollination <laughs> implies some kind of. You know okay. Okay. Yeah. That's enough. That's right. Enough. Okay. I'm calm. That. I'm calm. I don't <laughs> want any trouble. So, Chad, where are we? We we are at the beginning of Slappercast episode number twenty nine. Twenty nine. And we're sitting here today with our friend Randy Hill from the band Little Outfit. Right on. And we've known for several years now. Ah, God. Yeah. We yeah. did we did we play a show with you once before? Was that it? Yeah, we Dan did. Electros, uh, right? Dan Electros, Dan Electros, early, yeah. early in our incarnation. Incarnation is that a word? Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three that, piece. You when we were a three piece. piece. Uh, it was, at, it was a post Halloween show because the stage still had cobwebs on it at Dan Electros. If you remember, yeah. there, there were still decorations. But that wasn't, so was, yeah, that wasn't the decoration. That was actual. Dan that probably was cobwebs. cobwebs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was real. And I can't. I don't think. I don't think Scott Fix had taken it over yet. I think it was under old oh, management. No, definitely was. Definitely Bob was still there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bobcat. Yeah. And so now, now it's uh, Scott Fix has taken it over. In fact, just added a full-time booking agent. Good God. Um, because they're, Good. they're getting on the map and they're touring Good. bands. Um, Terry, I don't remember if you know, Terry ran sound at Walters. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, not Walters. I'm sorry. Yeah, Walters. Walters. Yeah, yeah. yeah we Walters. mentioned him on, on the show recently. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's got that. Uh, he's got the room nailed. It's really good. Um, and the only thing we're kind of piecing together is whether or not we're going to get a new. Uh, I'm offering to donate a uh, a spare powered 15 that I have for the drum fill because they've got still got a that crappy uh, oh, yeah. blown speaker in the back that's in the, been there since day one. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, I have this that I'm not using. Yeah. You know, fifteen would be great for a for a drum fill. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So 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 for all the the non technical people out there, yeah. drum fill is a big speaker that goes in the ear of the drummer, so he can yeah. hear what's going on. But it's not necessary. The drummers don't listen. We know that. God, oh, <laughs> I, I only hear about it from the drummer after the show. After the show yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you to buy one two years ago. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I apologize. That's it. No, 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 no. It's so, a, yes, the drummers are fair game. Ours is in Florida right, right now, so he can't. We, right, yeah, right, can't, right, right. He can't do anything. Right. He can't do anything. With us. And he, he but yeah, won. that's uh, that was one of the. Um, it would have been early in our in incarnation. We uh, we I would have been twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. God, probably twenty thirteen would be my guess. Is when we played that show, something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So pretty early. Yeah. Um, I don't think we were playing. It was just trio, no drum kit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no. It was, it was, and, and, and again, I'm not just saying that because you're here and you're and you're you're tougher than I am, but you're. It, it's it was spectacular then. Yeah. So I'm just I haven't seen the I haven't seen the full band and yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm we're, we're, about it. We're I want to say that we had our first practice with our drummer a year ago last week, and then our first show with a full band was September 28th of 2018. So we're approaching our one year anniversary. Yes. Yes, of a full band. Which we, we spoke about that at Central Market when yeah. we, because you were just it was coming up on it. I remember that it, it, it's been insane. It's, and of course, it's yeah, like I said, it but is, it changes everything. I mean, just, just absolutely. So, so, so little outfit. You can you uh, chat will post a link out mm-hmm. uh, page and everything. But uh, uh, just just really, really, really tasteful 
And, and, and that's the only reason why we have him in here because he's, you know, because it's tasteful. It's it's well thought out. It's just it, but it, but it's it, it, it's rock. It's just it's just. It's it's really cool. It's just, I, I, and I love stuff that's different. It's got to be different. Right, it's got to be. Right. We, we we talk about this all the time. You know, they asked us, uh, you know, well, why don't why don't you do the 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 kilts and the bagpipes and the stuff like that? Was because cool, I don't want to kill everybody. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I, I talk shit, but but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to go to jail. You know, we, yeah, we, right. say, but and. And again, there's nothing wrong with the people that do that. That's yeah. their that's their thing. That's wonderful. We want to stick in that. We want to stick in that thing where where I and the, we bonded immediately on this was the 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 freedom to go wherever you want musically, oh, absolutely. But, but not be nailed down to that. Oh no no no, we have to do the mm-hmm. you know the yeah. you know the X Y and Z you know to 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 make sure that we I, I can't remember if you and I talked about this, but I'm sure that you had this point in your band career and it, and it ups and downs. There's no, and you don't realize there's going to be this much satisfaction when you hit a point where you look at your calendar and you're not carrying PA for gigs for 90% of your month. That's just, that's a notch of success (laughs) that that band non-band people don't understand and and can will never comprehend, but people in bands will be just like, oh my god, I, I felt like a rock star, <laughs> like I feel like we've made it. I'm I'm not hauling PA to this gig, yes. and that's you know. And there's also the tightrope of please have a great front of house yes. for the layperson, yeah, sound guy, exactly. Right. Yes, right. So, so 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 we travel with PA all the time, right? We'll ne- we're never without it because of the the the, the aforementioned right. You never know. You show right. up and they right. tell you because they see a black speaker hanging from a ceiling or stuck in a corner or sitting. Yeah. Worse, sitting in a cleaning closet somewhere in the back, and so they tell you that they've got sound because they know that that is a speaker and that makes sound right, sometimes. Exactly. But they've got no idea of the, you know. So a PA, you know, sometimes can can um, uh, you know you know for 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 the, for the non-working musician, you know, for the for the just regular Jones Street, a, a PA can be a speaker on a stick. Yeah, with uh, a wire going to a board, and that's going to be the, the sure. You know, so absolutely. they tell you that they got a PA, and they actually do have a PA, but that's a PA for right. for one guy who really doesn't want anybody to hear him. You know, <laughs> right? So, so you show up with a three, four, five piece band, and there's no way in hell you can do that. We did it. We and I, and I apologize. We no, cut no, this out too. It's just what we did a show in in uh, uh, St. Louis. Was it J? Uh, no. McGurk's? No, no, oh, no, oh wait, no. the Atomic Cowboy? Yes. No, 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 no. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't. Anyway, I'll remember the place in a minute. But they, <laughs> they, they hired a PA for us. And I swear to God, if, if, if you remember Sony Walkman? Yeah. Remember the little ear, the little foam covered sure. ear, headphones? They took two of those headphones and they cut off the, they cut off the headband and they put those on the sticks. Like the tiniest, yeah, yeah, the tiniest sure. speakers that you've ever seen. And we couldn't discern the monitor speakers from the main speakers because they were both that small. And the PA they got us was this. So we plugged in through, essentially, we're plugging in through a Walkman-powered. Yeah. You know, you know okay. Uh, and I'll place the country because I know Jay Holen came in from, uh, from, uh, from. Uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, was that in Kansas City? Was that, it was Kansas City. At, at uh, McGillicuddy's? Or, yeah. Not McGillicuddy's. Uh, 
Anyway, yeah, some uh, some real well thought out Irish pub name. And, uh, <laughs> I think it's close. Whatever, 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 whatever it was, it was the other one we can't remember the name of. Yes, <laughs> obviously the good one would have been. Yes, on exactly. It. Oh God, right. lovely. Well, yeah. So so no, so, I get it. And that's that's super smart. And and I was just thinking to myself, it's like, well, technically, I always have something with me as well. Um, you know, if push came to shove, we could do a show on the fly at any given time with what we have. In, in the van that's not considered carrying PA because you're right. You never know. And we, we haven't really run into that. Uh, and sometimes as, as I've gotten a little older and wiser with the touring, I mean, cause I'm, the first time we went out as an acoustic act, I should take that back as a three piece. And we went to Colorado and tour, took a, you know, a trailer to the whole nine yards. I mean, I packed like we were going on a world tour and it was overkill. And, you know, it's, you learn, you learn what is yeah, going to function and, and work so that th- there's less wear and tear on the band and the best quality you can get, you know, and it's one of those things where, Hey, venues, you know, you could either pay this much money a night because I'm carrying PA or, and Nathan just talked about this, Mike, our, uh, our main guitar player and songwriter, Nathan Taylor was talking about this. If they would, the money they're spending to pay a band to bring PA, and it's different. I, I will definitely charge more if I'm carrying. Um, it, that savings of just investing once in a in a good house, you know, is it's it's savings over the the course of of time versus case in, yeah. Like, case yeah. in point, down yeah. electros. Yeah, and you it's know, they you know you know for years they got by on a shoestring. <clears throat> excuse me, and then now. You know, they, they yeah. real gear. Yeah, full digital board, and and uh, and like I said, it's you know they still have the flown monitors, which is always interesting. It's, I love it. I yeah. love that for you. Yeah, for you, yeah, yeah. I, it's beautiful. And actually, uh, Amy loves it too because it's kind of like having because she has two wedges right in front of her, and so for her being lead singer, it's right like wearing headphones. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and that's a, and and you know, um, yeah, I was going to say because we're 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 all direct now, so that we've got no amplification right. on the same, which is. Again, now it's a curse when you go in and the sound guy doesn't really know how to how to mix you. Yeah. So now what's coming back at you is essentially, um, you know, you, you know, back when we did carry amplifiers, you could play anywhere at any time and any stage, yeah. and everybody and their dog's going to hear you, which yeah. is not a good thing. So yeah, that, but we yeah. we've also we're 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 uh, one thing I like about the the, the five piece is. And I think that's the right term for it. we have a, a uh, my wife Amy Krebs is the lead singer for Little Outfit and then we have a four piece behind it so I don't know if we call it a five it piece it is a five absolutely and so that, that's what we're calling it yeah um, and we're I think we're rapidly approaching that point where uh, we've kind of got our yayas out yeah and so things are becoming quieter and cleaner um, so that when we do go big or if there's a you know a, a punch that it's a little more noticeable in the mix because and, and you and it takes a certain amount of discipline because I, you know i have a big pedal board and of course when you're not used Ladies. to using yeah when you're not used to using it yeah you start punching everything well, what's that's going to sound like it's like well the middle of a song is not the place for that on a on a paid gig it's at rehearsal but still you're gonna it's like well let's see what that sounds like yeah and you, you give it a pop and it's like okay is that serve and that's what we talk about all the time is it serving the song if it's not, then it's just, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. just that much more you have to deal with frequency wise, mix wise, you know, and it's like, okay, now that stood out. Do I let it ring or do I punt, get rid of it immediately? And, and that's, 
It takes some discipline. I, again, that just that just warms my cold, dead heart to hear somebody in a band say, "Does that serve the song?" Because yeah. it's there's there's so that <clears throat> there's no roadmap. There's no roadmap, for, you know, for 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 many of the important right. things. You know, I've, I've I've got two kids. I'm waiting on the manual. There's there's just I've got no idea what I'm doing. But uh, the th- and the thing with being in a band too, Chad and I talk about this all the time. This is this is a this is a topic that just. It just constantly, it doesn't get old. It's, and, and, and we're both like goldfish and, it, you know, just go, oh, we, uh, we've never talked about this before. <laughs> yes, we have. Every bloody gig. Does this, does it serve the song? Can the song use that right there? And, yeah. and, and then, and then with that, how does it sound on its own? So start starting again, starting, you know, going even backwards from there. If musicians would stop and listen to a playback of a show or rehearsal. Oh, yeah. Just, and all you have to do is you have to take, a, you know, you have to take that uh, ego out of it and you have to take that and listen to the, I swear to God, we'd be dealing with a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. I, I've recently learned, um, I, I, I told the story a couple times recently where we were playing a show at uh, Armadillo Palace. Uh, great sound system. We know this front of house guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's amazing. He knows us. I mean, he, we walked in and he just goes like this, punches a button. <laughs> We've been there enough that he's got it kind of preset. But he said, "Hey, the the headliners got their their uh, their mains juiced a little bit. You guys want to punch it up for this set?" We're like, "Sure." So we got to turn up just a hair, and it was night and day to be able to kind of feel. Not necessarily have a bunch of volume behind me, but to feel my amp in the floor. In the floor with the subs, you know, just the way he had it mixed. He he was he was mixing it so that I could feel my amp, and it wasn't you know it wasn't loud at all. It's only like a twelve watt amp to begin with. But I was playing the rhythm part, and you know, kind of turned around, looked at the band, and had that weird moment where I started to kind of be able to look at the band from above, like almost like that daydream wow. status of being in that cradle. Of yeah. oh my god, this is so tight. I I could stop playing, leave the band, go get a drink, come back and play, and nobody would miss it because it's just <laughs> it was popping. Yeah, and I was like, kind of snapped out of it and came back in. I was like, God, that sounds amazing. And I looked down at my pedal board, and like the the one pedal that's always on was the only thing I had running. Like it was just pure guitar amp tone and it was serving the song yeah i was like okay remember this moment as a guideline (laughs) for what you're supposed to be doing in the band you're not the lead guitar player you need to leave space for the frequencies because if you don't you're going to be occupying the same thing as the vocals blah 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 and you know i don't get into too much technical speak because i don't speak it but (laughs) it's just that space creates a atmosphere it creates tension and that, that ebb and flow and that give and take and for lack of a better term, that release is what the crowd's looking for, even if they don't know it. It's, it's, it's exactly yeah. this is yeah. this is yeah. This is I, I I think we should we should put that put 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 that last statement in words and maybe tattoo it on every musician. Because I mean there's just there's so much to learn and you know, we're 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 I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of I, I because being the singer and the guitar player, uh, just I, I've I fight with the I fight with the noise of the room because I don't like to sing out of tune, and it's it's um it's a uh, 
it's you know when you can't hear yourself you're 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 going mm-hmm. to and there's there's this point you know when you get to we've talked about this many times the point where you get to where you can kind of feel the right note and you'll know that you're off it but when it's mm-hmm. so loud and it's and you have to strain like that you know yeah. remember you got three or four more gigs coming up you know on the road you know when we just went out to Vegas and California and Arizona all that stuff we we did uh about just a bunch of shows back to back to back to back to back, and these are these are four hour shows. These are right. big, but you know every single night. So you know if there's one night that everybody's turned up and you know, so you you have to um, you know you, you you find yourself struggling to 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 stay on stay on, and then also you want to hear your guitar. You want to hear your guitars out of tune. That's yeah. why we were talking about the the new guitar. I mean that that thing has just been it's been you, you know. Uh, I'm extremely um, brutal on my instruments. I, sure. I, I just, I, I, and I don't, I don't intend to be, but I'm, I can't sit still when we, when we play no, music. No, 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 so, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I, so, so the guitar in turn takes a beating cause I'm not, I'm not a, a good enough player to, to, to account, uh, accommodate the, the movement, you know? So, the, you know, you, you'll see somebody like a Steve Vai or a, um, you know, and Eddie Van Halen, or some some of these people that are just so precise and can move and and do. I, I'm I'm not close to that. And I'm, again, I'm only doing bar chords and and you yeah. know and and punishing the, the instrument. Well, this one here has just been uh, has been so good to me. Tune, you know, staying in tune. Like, Interesting. So, so yeah. So so I've been able to, to to pull back on that and then concentrate more on the. Um, on the the singing, but again, not to go too far out on no, this. No, no, this, no, is, no, this is just thrilling for me because we we you know. And again, uh, if, if you're wondering uh, at home, I, I shot Chad with a tranquilizer dart. That's why he's been and he's coming back around now. <laughs> no, but I, again, I I, I I I get so as you can tell tell I get so excited about music played the way I think it should, it should be done, you know? And, right. And, and, and I was a fan when you guys were the three pits. So I just cannot wait to see the it's, five. Like yeah. I said, I, and, and, uh, and I was going to talk about Chad a little bit too, is, is acknowledging the fact that primarily playing bass and singing harmonies, but also taking lead in blackguards for some songs. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Nathan Taylor, who's played bass when I was, when I was a drummer, Nathan and I were rhythm section for years here in Houston. Oh, wrong. Wow. And uh, so I was playing drums. Nathan was playing bass. Our friend Kate uh, Kate Walker, who played bass with uh, Brad Boyer, when we played the show with you guys at Continental Club, yes, um, and we had like three Telecasters across the front, bass player, drums, and you know everybody in that band could sing, and so it was like you know four part harmony sometimes. Yeah. It was like what what are we even doing here? It was <laughs> it was a you know it was a very unique uh, band, and and uh, we were we were sad that we couldn't couldn't keep that particular lineup together, but uh, the the um what's the prowess is the word i'll use that it takes to be able to be comfortable playing playing the the bass line and singing lead is a uh it's an art form (laughs) it's an art form and only you know and only a select few you know bands can pull it off and and uh, there's only a select few lead singer bass players you know thin lizzie yeah Yeah. a certain common thread of Mm -hmm. of bands where it's like okay I think that I don't think he knew any better that it was hard. He just, I got to do this. So I'm going to do it. Right. And, and I think because y'all have been together so long, I don't know how, how long you've been doing lead parts in, in the, uh, 
in Sing, blackguards singing lead yeah oh since the beginning since the beginning he so insisted i mean, on it yeah, yeah. okay so yeah. yeah there therein lies the fact that you probably didn't know any better that okay this is going to be hard right you just did it right and for those who you know kate for instance 30 40 years almost almost yeah 40 years as a professional bass player uh since high school i mean i she was playing in bands in high school and went on you know forever and she's like i made a decision pretty early that i wasn't gonna you know if you wanted me to do harmonies i i got it but if i'm going to sing a lead part someone else is going to play bass because it just was it it was her brain just didn't do it It could be done but something was going to suffer nathan will tell you the same thing yeah great singer incredible harmony singer on bass harmonies yeah. He's like, but my, his brain's just not wired yeah. to do both in, in the context where he would be happy. No, he I totally understand do it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's a, well, Sting has said that too. Like, cause people, he's kind of an underrated bass player. Oh, I think absolutely. big time, but he said that too. It's like, you know, my parts, I have to sing him and play at the same time. So they are, the parts are written with that in mind. Yeah. He's, he's, he's mentioned that I think before. Who's Sting? What are you, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? Uh, little Gordy. The, the, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh Yeah. Wouldn't sound but they, there is, and I, I, and I'm aware of this, especially when we're learning new songs. That there's a new original one that we've that we've been we've been trotting out the past few weeks, and it's it's my part. Well, there's one section that's pretty complicated. But I don't sing over that part, thankfully. <laughs> but it's a, there's a sort of a galloping thing that I'm right, doing, right. and and then there's a little bit of a harmony, to a really simple backing part. And every time I come up to that, like, and there's this, like, you kind of have to separate, like you go over here, you go over here and you're going to do things together. And you kind of, there, sometimes when I'm learning a new section that that I am consciously (laughs) like trying, trying to push those things apart and have them run separately. We're, we're going to work up a new song tonight. We, uh, so I'm going to do a little self promotion here real quick. Uh, the third Monday of every month, we, uh, we do a, uh, a band practice at a venue. Oh, um, and uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so Bohemio's on uh, yeah. the East End. It's on Telephone Road. It's been kind club. enough to say, "Hey, we want to change up our format." They've had jazz on Monday for like thirteen years, and they're like, "We just we want a little change." And we said, "We would like. What about this? What if we came in once a month and did our rehearsal, our band practice that we normally do on Tuesdays like, yeah. at the venue?" That's cool. And they're like, "Yeah." What? They're like, "Well, how would that benefit you?" I'm like, "Full PA. You know, we could rehearse." And there's a huge difference between practice mm-hmm. and rehearsal. And so the mindset of let's get on stage and rehearse the show and, or, and, and treat it like a band practice at the same time, like starts and stops. Like the first time we did it, we were rehearsing for our big show. We played at the Heights Theater with Cowboy Mouth uh, in early, mid, mid-July. Cool. And uh, so that was a big deal for us. Yeah. For, you know, that was, that's a band that kind of honed what I thought live music was going to be like if I ever played in a band. And I had no inkling that I was going to be in a band when I, when I first heard, you know, Cowboy Mouth back in the late eighties, early nineties and whatnot Yeah, to play a show with them uh, at a venue like Heights. We kind of were like, okay, we're, we're going to have to rehearse, not just a band practice, but let's do our set, you know, guitar changes, vocal, you know, whatever's going to happen up to and including here's a little trade secret. Up to including stage banter. Yeah. What's going to happen when? What's going to be talked about? Who's going to speak? Mm-hmm. And so we ran our entire set, 40, a 40 minute set, 45 minute set, um, took a break and then did it again. And they were super gracious and, and we had a, a nice little crowd. 
And uh, it's, you know, that little interesting tie-in of Houston that's, it's kind of went to the outskirts and has come back in hard in the last, I want to say three years. Something in Houston has changed and the, the connection within bands, within venues, within the, the climate has changed for the better where everyone's just like, yes, people are just, they just say, yes, let's do it. And you know, five years ago, it was tough really? to play in Houston. Yeah. You had to go and, and I, it, which is fine. Getting out there and playing elsewhere is important, but to be able to have a, a, a hometown that supports music the way you hear about other towns doing it. Houston has always had this simmer. And right now it's like fireworks. Like if there's a show in Houston, people are like you, people are going out and it's, that's a, a great place to be in a town like this of the size we have. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a little rarefied and I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you from, are you from Houston? Um, I was, Raised just south of here, uh, Lake Jackson, Texas. The okay, two eighty yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Oh. But you, but you've been you've been here for. I've lived in Houston proper since two thousand one. Yeah, that's right. We can we can we can keep them on. Yeah, oh, yeah just about a Houstonian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost twenty years. Yeah, wow, it blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so so um, we're not, not to not to not to uh, be lying straight to the to the to the show, but so we're going to be. We're going to be doing a show together. Yes. At uh, the aforementioned Dan Electros. Yeah. September 22nd on a Sunday. Yeah. Yep. It's a Sunday and it's going to be an earliest show. Yep. And we're yep. going to be, uh, we're going to be uh, lucky enough to play with the Outfit again. Yes, it's going to be fun. And be fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's lightly being referred to as a halfway to St. Patrick's. Okay. How, how would you prefer I say that? St. Patrick's Day? St. Patty's? I don't I, I, Honestly, I don't give a damn. Either way, I, I, I kind of sleep in March... Yeah, how yeah. that include beer and green? Yeah, gross, <laughs> yeah. stupid. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, to give a little uh, background on this particular show, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, that's so true. Dan Electro is also being very kind to uh, Little Outfit. We we proposed to them that we do a Little Outfit presents uh, program. It started out being a once a month show. And what we were doing was hosting local artists and not so local artists. Uh, some touring, some not touring. Uh, I should say local versus regional. And the crux of it was that we would host them and be the opening act and that who we were hosting would be the headliner. And at first our attempt was to kind of thank them because we knew it wasn't going to be a, a huge payday for anybody, but it's been pretty good. Um, was that we would learn one of their songs from the artist we were hosting and we wouldn't tell them what song it was. Sometimes we would say, Hey, we need these I need these three songs and their chords right now. I can't tell you which one we're learning, you know, but if there's one you have a a hankering to hear, you know, send it. And so it kind of forced us to work even harder as a band to take ourselves out of the comfort zone, learn a song. um, And then it became very obvious that that's all we were doing was rehearsing for that, for that show is like we were practice. Our practices became learning that song. And so we're like, okay, we need to space it out. <laughs> and it became about once a quarter, um, yeah. kind of a deal. Um, but we've had some great, some great acts, um, that have been, uh, and most of the songs that we learned have become staples. 
uh, as they call them, war horses oh, cool. in our uh, in our set because we we really worked on them and they've taken on a life of their own. And to hear people come out of the audience and go, I can't believe you played that song by Matt Harlan or that song by Charlie and the Regrets. You know, local acts that mm-hmm. that do have a foundation. So for uh, 2019, we chose to back off a little bit and not uh, do the 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 song. Um, for the acts, we we thought it would be more fun for everyone to just kind of just play, and uh, we may get back to it. I think it's a good thing to do. I think that's I really think, fun. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, and you know, and uh, we had joked about it a little bit with blackguards. I was like, well, we should learn a song that I think they should play in their <laughs> set that they're not currently playing. Yeah, and they're like, and Nathan's like, ooh, we should <laughs> we should go. Here's a song that they should be doing just to give you a little elbow, but. We'll see what happens. It's a it's a ways out. We'll see what happens. There's yeah. a couple I have in mind, and we'll see. Well, I'm just I just if you nice. decide to go to go with a blackguard song, I'm going to say mo- most of them have more than one chord in it. Um, so just be warned. Just damn be, it. Just be warned. I'm serious. I, it, you know, I'm out. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll watch. From, <laughs> I'll watch from the most, audience. But, you know, I'll watch from the audience. Yeah, I've heard of those songs. I've heard <laughs> of those. Oh my gosh. That's what, but uh, that takes such a that takes you a tune. Time. You tune for that? No, God, no, 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 no please. No, 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 thing it was the baby steps. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's such a it's such a, uh, I think it's such a um, tribute to, to, to um, not tribute. It's such a uh, wonderful thing to, I'll come back. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get words here in a minute, but I, I, I think it takes, it takes uh, so much, um, well, balls one, but two, it, 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 it's such a respect for music to, to go after somebody else's song and, and do it for, you know, for them and their people yeah. in, in your, you know, in your environment, you know, this right. is your, this is your gig. And we were excited. We said yes before we even knew the date was over. We agreed right. to do this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. show because, um, we want to, we, we, we want to do some, some new crap that night anyway. That's a great place um, for it. That's, that's, that's kind of what we're doing is like, there's no, you know, there's no expectations, you know, yeah. we, we kind of hope that y'all come in and go, we've never done this one before, yeah. or we've only done this in the practice room. We're going to give it a shot. Like that's what we did at our last show at good night. Charlie's we sound checked with a song that we've only played like one and a half times. Yeah. And the band just like snapped right into it. And like the, our rhythm section, who is the, the latest addition to little outfit. They're very generous and they're very patient and they're, they are making this band better every minute. Yeah, and that's the thing about it is, is that they're willing to show up for rehearsal and and practice, and have kind of a a curiosity and passion about. Well, I I mostly play in bands that do covers, or I used to play in a jam band back in college. These are songs you you guys wrote. Oh, let's try that. Or I can't believe we're playing this song as a cover. You know, and that's the thing about it is, yes, there's common names in our set list of bands you may have heard of, but I bet you've never heard this song. Exactly. You know, yeah, people play Van Morrison in their set, but it's usually Brown Eyed Girl. Sometimes it's Into the Mystic, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And those are, and and you're very excited, but when you hear like a, you know, way down the line, you know, deep cut from a 90s album by Van Morrison, which is a song we do. Yeah. uh, We do uh, Rough God. Which, no, no, right, it's off yeah, a nineties yeah. album. It's it's fantastic. It's yeah. a, it's an amazing song and, and we haven't dabbled in it in quite some time, but just touching on it with the rhythm section in the band is like 
it's it has like I am I'm kind of chomping at the bit to see what that sounds like really really played out. I, we might play it that night. I'd like to bring it back out and kind of as a tribute to to the Irish yeah. that may or may not be in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah that uh, that's that, that's the way to do it. Again, when we again we, we just last weekend we were in uh, Friday we were at T Bone Tom's and came on Saturday we were in San Antonio at Moe's and um, uh, again at uh, Kima in T Bone Tom's the staff were saying how much they appreciate us not playing Brown Eyed Girl and Brick House. And so, <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know, and, and even if they don't mention those songs by name, you know exactly what they're saying when they say, thank you for not playing. Or now they have, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not ripping on, on any of the bands that play no, there. No, absolutely. But because they have, and, and I'm, still, uh, I'm still amazed at the lineup that T-Bone Toms brings in. Barry and the crew down there, they bring in serious, serious acts all the time. And sure. it's, and it's six days a week. Yeah. And, you know, so, so this is a, this is a place that's, it's, it's, it's right by the, 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 the boardwalk in Kima. So they can, they, they're, they're going to be busy anyway. Right. They don't need, they could put tables where, where the band is and they could have, you know, and, and they don't. And I, I've said this again, and I love clubs that do this, you know, um, Places that, that that absolutely do not need to have bands, but they 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 they're, they're so deep in the in the local culture, the local you know yeah. the, the, the the local commerce that they are not going to stop doing music. And so he does music. So anyway, but I say that because the, the the you know when you're playing stuff and you're putting your back into this stuff that's that's uh, that means something to you and that it, it, and it's. And, Again, maybe spur some kids to go and do uh, sure. go, go and do some research and look up some stuff they haven't heard before. I know we did the Muswell Hillbillies by the Kinks mm-hmm. in College Station, wow. and I and, and I said I said yeah, a free T shirt for anybody can tell me the name of the song. The guy goes Muswell, a kid, yeah, you know, it's kids. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? The age group right now who are like into the Kinks. It's like one of the kids I work with. He I, he might be thirty now, and he's like. He came back from a from a from a break at work, and I was like, he kind of glassy eyed. I was like, what? He's like, I just love the Kinks, man. I was like, what? You know, and, I, and, and he was, you know, like deep cuts. And I was like, yeah. And you know, our drummer is, uh, I think, twenty seven, and he's a huge Kinks fan. And I that's feel, cool. and that's you know, and that's one of those bands that when, and I t- I've talked about this before, and I think you and I talked about this years ago, where. It was probably 1983, and I was looking through Rolling Stone magazine, and they had all the the record reviews in the back. And I think it was Richard and Linda Thompson shoot out the lights. Uh-huh. Great, important, you know, well critiqued record. And I remember thinking very clearly, I was probably sixteen ish then. Yeah, and I was like, mental note: you're not mature enough to listen to this record but you should buy it at some point and i was into my 20s when i finally did get it and like i said it was and i want to i want to say that there was other records that you and I, the three of us own from 1983 that were in that list yes and i can't name them the top of my head right now but i remember very clearly not knowing that i wasn't mature enough to appreciate this record and then you know however many years later i got it mm. and i was like oh this record influenced 
how why Mark, Mark Knopfler put out the uh, Brothers in Arms album. This influenced why uh, 10,000 Maniacs came out with the records they came out with because of Linda Thompson's vocal style. Like I could just see this, this chart in my head of, oh, that's why this record's important. It's Going back to the kinks, I'm 51 years old, and I know some of the kinks hits that have been covered by bands that you and I, you know, Van Halen, yes. songs like Lola, but there's way deeper cuts that are super important to the, the history of rock and roll. And to have kids half my age way ahead of me is very emboldening. Like it makes me go, Oh, I need to catch up. But it's also, I know myself well enough to know that if I step into that, that's all I'm going to listen to for weeks. Yes. And it, I'll show up at band practice going, we got to learn kink songs. I'm gonna get fired <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I know that's, yeah. Yeah. that's a good cover. Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. right on. That's we, impressive. We got that off. Uh, Patrick has this great live record. Uh, it's a compilation, a, a homemade, a, a, a mixtape, if you would. Wow. Well, yeah, but the live album that that one track is from, you can't get in the. I haven't been able to find it in the yeah. states. It's like only. It's only. It was only released, and 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 overseas for some for some reason. But this is that the version we learned because it. It's just an acoustic. It's just isn't it just the two of them? It's just the two brothers singing it, right? On, on acoustic guitar, that that version. Uh, no, then that's full band. Is it full band? Yeah, but okay. it's acoustic. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's, a, right. yeah. but it's, it's a different, it's very different from the original, the original version. Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't, I hadn't ever heard the, the album version until later. And I was like, Ooh, right. I, I don't and know if we would have learned the song that, if we hadn't been for that. Isn't, isn't that interesting? How, yeah. how uh, live versus, and, and that says a lot about how, how bands, uh, produce or stay in love with it, I guess is, you know, and, and I'll go to the, like the band U2, we'll go to uh, unforgettable fire, the track bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about that track. It didn't, it didn't hit, didn't touch me. I was certainly listening to side one hard and it's back on side two, I think. And then they released their EP, um, which had the live version of bad, which is, you know, a war horse, yeah. which is a song they're going to play every night for the rest of their lives right. because it's, it's huge and it's nothing like the studio version. I mean, there's touches of it. Was it like the Red Rocks performance? I think was no, the that recording time? of that's the, it's off the live EP and I wide awake in America okay. is the EP oh, okay. that, that has the live version of bad that yeah. came out after the, and it's unforgettable fire tour. I see. Um, and the same thing where like, I stood in front of my guitar amplifier for months without a delay pedal, learning how to play bad without a delay pedal, which, (laughs) you know, and now that I have delay pedals, which is edge is famous for, it's almost impossible for me to play it right because I, I was doing the, the echo. I was doing the double pick myself and, you know, cause I didn't have the tools Yeah, and you know, it, it changed how I listen to music and what I, you know, it went to the back of my brain of this is how you improve nightly and never rest on your laurels. That's not even the right word, how you don't get bored and why you still get excited about getting on stage is every once in a blue moon, there'll be something that happens either in sound check 
or on stage where you'll get off stage and the band will come and huddle like instead of going in five different directions to yes. get a beer and get away from each other yeah. they're like did you hear that yeah, 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 yeah. what did you do we gotta do that again remember this for next Tuesday yeah 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 or whatever yeah. you know and you know and you hear the the horror stories of bands who won't even travel together mm-hmm. but then you have those moments of magic where you you know something happened and and it brings it all back to that very lucky tight wire that we all, you know, walk on of, I can't believe I play rock and roll. Yeah. I, I mean, who yeah. thunk it to yeah. any of us? I mean, you may have always known. I certainly was the king of air guitar in my room. And, and, but you know, my friends, like my friends who have, I've reacquainted with on Facebook after 30 years, they'll be like, Randy Hills in a, in a band. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, and they're just like, of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? And it's just like, ah, oh, you guys, you yeah. know, and it's, and it's, like I said, it's one of those things that kind of pushes you and it kind of embarrasses you at the same time. You're like, cause yeah. you know, you gotta get on stage and, and do something. Yeah. So yeah, we, 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 we had that same thing with me, but I, you know, they, my, my friends just knew I wasn't going to, I, I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but rumors you used to bartend. No, 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 no. I've heard no. rumors. Yeah. Well, Club, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Open oh, was his last, last job. Yeah. Open, your yeah. last job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here in Houston, not Austin, the Houston location, right? right. Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no I, I shower. I don't go to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, who's, a, who's was that? Whose kid was that? That's my kid. You did that? I did that. Ah, you reproduced. Yes. Twice. Yeah, twice. Beautiful. I have a 15 year old as oh, well. Geez. She's in She's in band camp right now, but speaking of the kinks, I know it's not a deep cut, but I came home one day and I, she's got the trombone out and she's, she no way. Yeah. And I said, and I saw, I get to come dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And I get the, I get the acoustic guitar out and I go play that again. There's no way that's, you know, the, I started playing and she, she nailed it. And I said, where did you, she goes, oh, she's a huge Kings fan. That's great. Also Rammstein, also, also <laughs> Iron Maiden, also Selena. And, and she listens to, but yeah, she listens to Cajunto and she listens to all this. I said, where are you, where are you getting all this though? But she, yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's playing the horn part of yes. Kings. Yes. Right? You may have, you may have pulled it off. You may have, you may have to write a manual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are yeah. you having a problem raising your kids? Yeah. Here's the kids' <laughs> albums you need to, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Well, she, but now, now both, both, both my son and daughter are, their musical tastes are just, just I mean, just endless. You know, just they, they go from, they, they go, they sure. go, from, they just uh, all the way around. But uh, um, my, my favorite was when I got into, uh, I got into my, uh, my, my son was driving me somewhere and I get into the car and the song that comes on uh, was uh, uh, out in the West Texas town of El Paso. I Marty felt Robbins. Robbins. Marty Robbins. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, what? The whole record's in there. What, what are you doing? Then the, 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 the next CD was, uh, was uh, Bill Anselmo from Pantera's Down. Wow. And then the next record was... And just the, the and then the next record was uh, the next record was uh, David Anko. I said, wow. I said, you know, I opened for David Anko. What? What? And go, yeah. 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 So wow, um, I got a little, 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 little credibility there. I got right, little, on, yeah. right on. No, I uh, my nephew's twenty one, and he listens to the outfield play deep on like heavy rotation. He thinks it's a wow. perfect record. And he played the other day just in the background. I was like. 
Some I did stuff not like give this as much credit. I, I mean, you know, their songs are certainly were radio hits, but it's like, wow, this is, and this is the, the, uh, the mindset of crazy that happens in a rock and roll band. When you start thing, saying things like, oh, that's good production. That's, yeah. Then you're, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You're like, okay. And then, and it takes me a long time to get out of that mindset of, of how do, how do I want our next record, which is another thing that's happening. Finally, uh, we've, we've got a, a, a producer slash engineer picked out and I think we're going to record our next record entirely at, at the house. Uh, oh, he's cool. going to bring his gear over and uh, we have enough rooms to do isolation. Um, th- there are some, some acoustically sound rooms that will work. And there's some that are like, that don't make sense, but we think they're going to be perfect for like drums and things like that. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to give it a shot to record a full length album mastered with a barcode, the whole nine yards. Fantastic. Cool. We're Fantastic. way overdue. So you yeah. don't, don't have, this will be your, your we have an EP. Your v, okay. We have an EP that we recorded with, uh, Jeff McDonald who, uh, uh, who sometimes runs sound, uh, for, uh, venues around town, but he was at the time was running sound at Sambuca jazz club and they had a Sunday and he's like, let's do it. So we put in baffles and, and we did a live recording five song EP live, uh, to deck right there. And, the, you know, basically to their live desk mm-hmm. and, uh, some of the recordings you can hear the staff come in and start clearing bottles. So you hear bottles jumping over, which that's you cool, kind of right? almost <laughs> want. On yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. punk rock is that? It's very Tom Waits. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's, I don't know how many we've sold. I, I feel like we've, we've probably pressed 500 in, you know, since 2013, which I think we recorded. I want to say we've pressed like five, maybe not quite that many, yeah. but that's not a, that's not a horrible number yeah. for, for doing it ourselves. We can live with that, but we need a, we need a, an album for that in that next stage of, of, of the venues we were looking to get into yes. and, and the, and the, some radio airplay, which is an odd thing to say, but it does matter. Oh, it absolutely oh, yeah. matters. We, we, we're, we're talking too about um, Irish Airs um, p- promoting our show with uh, with Little Outfit, um, but also wide open spaces after right, 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 right. So we may we may um, uh, well I guess watch this space because I, I'm going to try to drag us down to to KPFT. That'd be great. So we can go down and just and do both it, shows. It, to, you know what? It, it does matter. I, you and I talked oh, about I, this. It it hundred percent. The, I mean, the shows we've promoted well. Uh, using local radio and and what how willing they are to say yes, come on the air, um, has absolutely changed the headcount at the door. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's and people were like, oh, I didn't know. You know, it's our fault if they say we didn't know anything about it. Right. You know, it's not the. It's like, well, yeah. here here's a like I used to say, I you know I used to have a radio show at, at KPFT and oh yeah yeah I used to do a morning show there. Uh, it was a you know six a.m. to eight a.m. at it was basically an Americana show on, on Thursdays. I can't remember what it was called. It was, it's <laughs> been 15 years. Oh, wow. But, you know, I had a six to eight drive time in the fourth biggest market in America playing, you know, Americana, alt country music that was stuff that had, you know, was definitely why I was playing. Was I in a band then? I might have been playing music then. I'm sure I was. Um, but... You know, it it was looking back on the artists that I had on the air playing live in the studio. You know, some of those guys went on to do some some big deal stuff, and oh, cool. and it was 
it was a, they were very grateful for that opportunity because they were like, we know what it means to be here and what it's going to help happen at the show tonight. Yeah. Is that I heard you on the air. I, that's why I'm here. I've never heard you before. I've never been to yes. this venue before. Yeah. So we, we, that's we, all, that you, totally makes that's sense. all yeah. you want. You, you've got a great radio personality too. I mean, I've, you, I have a perfect face. My ears right now. I have a perfect face for, <laughs> for radio. Wait a minute. So, uh, so that was so that must have been only a couple of years after you moved to Houston. Then you, it was I. I uh, it was I. I will speak one more time about KPFT. I, I remember one of my friends kind of turned me on to it when I was still living in Brazoria County, mm-hmm. and I was driving home for lunch. I was at the time was working at a car dealership in in Angleton, Texas, and I want to say a song by Greg Brown. Yeah. Greg Brown came on the air and it was a live cut and I pulled over. I'd never heard anything like it before. And it kind of opened the door for me. Um, even more so to, to get into the singer songwriter aspect mm-hmm. of, of what at the time was referred to as alternative country. Yeah. It wasn't really called Americana then, but it was, yeah. which is funny because Americana's, it's 200 years old. If it's anything, you know, right. it's, it's the music of America. Yeah. Um, but it, it changed how I listen to music, what I listened to, uh, the, I immediately subscribed to the, the, the magazine, no depression, which I don't know if you remember that magazine used no. to be on the racks at cactus music. Yeah. And it was literally called no depression, the biweekly or bi-monthly alternative country parentheses, whatever that is, music magazine. Wow. <laughs> and it was, it was everybody you'd, you know, you could imagine from so many different reaches of music. And so I immediately knew that it didn't matter what you played or how you played. It just, you know, be passionate and true was really what it was about. And, and, uh, it was, it was a, a very epiphanous. Is that a word? Moment for me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. you can, you know, and, and it was like, you know, when bands like Sunvolt, which were rock and roll bands, but there was steel guitar and sometimes there was fiddle and it worked. And you know, blackguards are very much in that vein where I, you, yes, you may have an Irish leanings in your, in your mix, but it's, it's Americana. It's, it's, it's an alternative to like what you said. There's bands who play similar music to blackguards out there in the world and they may have a shtick for lack of a better term, which is mm-hmm. fine. Have bagpipes, have kilts. If that's what you're, what it demands. But at the same time, if, it, if it's black t-shirts and, and head down, cause this is what your soul tells you, then mm-hmm. just do it. And that's what I learned very early on. And you know, it's, it's been a, a very wild trip. Yeah. But it also gives you the freedom to, to, yeah. to, to, to let loose on where your, you know, where, where the direction goes. We put stout Irish rock uh, as a tag to court Guinness back in the day to get oh, a sponsorship. Yeah. And, and again, it doesn't, it, it, uh, some of the stuff that, you know, some of the newer songs that we're playing now don't have any leanings, uh, any Irish leanings, but it's all in that rock and roll groove. It's, 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 well, there's, there's it, such a direct, if you want to get down to it, there's such a direct line from, I hate to even say it, you know, the Celtic music in line to Appalachian music. Oh, yeah. In line well, that's where, that's where, that's where it came from. Yes. In line to Texas swing. Yeah. In line to when it, you know, when Willie Nelson came back from Nashville, started playing in Austin, that where it was like, hey, 
Willie Nelson played here tonight. The Clash are playing here tomorrow night. Yes. And everybody's Joe Ely is going to open. What? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. And it's, yeah, it's like a sexy cousin. You can't keep your hands off him, right? Oh, uh, there you go. There. Ah. Now it's a slapper cast. <laughs> <laughs> How far do we make it, Chad? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. 1240. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, and that's like you said, bringing it back around where uh, we play some country venues who have like very specific nights where there is the dance floor is full and we're not a country band. Um, but the venues and like you said, the staff will come up to us and say, Oh, thank God it's y'all. We're so glad you're here. Cool. Thank you for being here. Yeah. We hear the same style every night and it's great, but to hear your music and then see people dancing to it, like two-stepping and or, you know, every once in a while we play a song that is, God, did, are we playing a waltz? Are, there's no way we're playing. That That's guy's a waltz. waltz. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I didn't know we had it in us, but yeah. and it, it's probably not true. We probably aren't, but, uh, <laughs> That's that's super gratifying to have, like you said, when the staff at a venue is mm-hmm. on the verge of thanking you for being there. Yeah, that's that's almost everything. You well, can yeah. take that home, absolutely. Yeah. But but again, they're there all the time. They cannot afford not to be there. They have to be right? there. Mm-hmm. So so, and if if you start there and you send them out to their tables with a smile, yeah, or with a jump in their step, or with a, you've already. You've already achieved your goal. You haven't. Maybe you haven't connected with the audience, but that will happen when when the staff is you know because you're building from the floor up. Right. You're not trying to yeah. throw you know throw a roof on a stick and you know and then build. But sure. we're we're um, we're uh, yeah. Well, we, we, the same thing was uh, a friend came out to see us on uh, Friday and he hadn't um, he hadn't seen the band before. He'd heard about us and whatnot, but he he faced the audience. He said, "I want to see what the he's a he's a record guy." But he uh, right. he came out and he and he faced the audience and he said, "Yeah," he said first beat, everybody hooked. I said, "All right, yeah, absolutely." I'll, I I remember I, when we played with you guys, I think at Continental Club uh, when I was with uh, Brad Boyer and Country Store Buffalo. Yes. Was that uh, one of the toy drive shows? Yeah, the toy drive. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it was just the two of us though. I can't remember how it happened. It, there was no one else there. It was just the two of us. I don't know if it's a toy drive show. Oh yeah. I think we just opened for you guys. Okay. It might've been toy drive. I can't remember. Yeah. It was an odd, however it happened. It just kind of, y- y'all were gracious enough to have us on board and it worked. Yeah. Um, it might've been a toy drive. Show. It, it definitely was. A toy I think drive. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joel was playing drums for you, right? I was playing drums. You're playing drums. I played drums that night. Yeah. On, on Mike's kit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and what was the point of this? bloody it's all right it's all right I have no idea where i was going welcome to slabbercast yeah yeah, yeah. 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 This happens every week. Sure. so 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 yeah so we were backing up we were starting with the staff and starting with i know it was the hook yeah. yeah to see you guys play and from like a drummer's standpoint mm-hmm. and seeing the that the seamless start I think you guys played three to five songs that were all kind of train beat with maybe a, you know, a downbeat song in the middle, you know, just a straight, a straight rock beat in the middle into a, or it, maybe it was a medley. I don't remember, but I remember thinking very much. I was like, okay, that's a band that is honed because it was, it was, it was, it was seamless. And that also speaks miles about, 
a person who can play the drums versus a drummer. And cause you know, Mike was just back there doing train beats. Like he mm-hmm. was never going to get tired. It didn't bother him right. that he wasn't going to come off beat. Yeah. I was, and I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I got to get out of this band. They got to get a drummer. Yeah. You know? And it was, but at the same time to have him come up to me and say, I've, I've watched your history as a drummer change and to see you on a, on a good kit playing comfortably with a, a full band he was, he was, you know, you're, you're playing drums. And I was, That's it cool. was super good feeling. Yeah. And to know now how bad I am at drums now that I'm <laughs> away from it as long as I've been, it's like, Hey, you want to play drums for us? And no, no, I yeah. do not <laughs> want to play drums yeah, you're for also you. very, you're also very humble. That's not, it was, I mean, uh, yeah, I was, there was, it was there, a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was, no, yeah. I, I, I've, it, it speaks volumes of, of what it takes to, like you said, to get away from a comfort zone and play songs that are not what people technically might expect who are on the periphery of what Blackguard's music is, is that you, you have to have some growth um, and, and to find a, a, a new sound that l- lends itself to what you do, uh, what your bread and butter is, and to, to just say, well, maybe tonight we won't have butter on the bread. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. And to win them over with that. And that's what, like I said, our new, newest song that we're going to work on tonight live is the, the, to, to have the rhythm section who don't know it that well. And, um, and for us to be almost tired of it because we've been working on it to present to the rhythm section to play as a full band, for them to be like, oh, that's good. We're like, Oh wow! Okay, good. We we're onto something, and that doesn't happen all the time in a in a band practice. So that's yeah. a, it's a good feeling. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's impressive. That's a, 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 yeah. So, so how can people find you, Randy? Well, we are a little bit in transition. Uh, one of our good friends is working on our website as we speak. Okay, so we, we we own the property to littleoutfit.net, and that will be up and running hopefully by the end of the month uh, we've just got some kinks to iron out so right now our our best bet is definitely facebook yeah uh, instagram uh amy is super active on instagram with little outfit um i'm sure it's at little outfit at instagram yeah that's how it works it's, um, it's not the little outfit right no but, but <laughs> it's not the little outfit but i guarantee we're going to advertise that show in september as the little outfit and the blaggers just because, perfect just for you perfect no it's little perfect. outfit um i, I, I love that name by the way i've i've i it came so it was a, such a silly moment. Amy was changing to go out. I think we were going to see the band of heathens and, uh, either I said it or she said it about what she was wearing. I said, Oh, that's a nice little outfit. Something like that. I see. And then I walked out of the room and came back in. I said, that's not a bad band name. Yeah. What do you think of it? She's like, what? I said, little outfit. We were a trio at the time. Yeah. I think, I think we were, we, we may have been practicing with a rhythm section, way back then but uh it nathan was like well i don't hate it and you know (laughs) he he comes from uh the panhandle and and kind of knows that it's almost like a ranch there's a western feel to that name because you know and and, you know it certainly wasn't country but like i said had a western feel i just uh, yeah the first the first time i the first time i heard i was like God, that's a great name, yeah. and, and 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 it's nice too that the band matches. You yeah. know, it's because it's there, there's there's so many so many so many bands that that have you know um, you know 
Peter Johnson and the Cowlicks or something. I just, right. I, like, <laughs> we were just talking about this the other day about the, the, if you put your name in front of the band, like your personal name, uh, professional and whatever, and then you have, and the, you better be, you better nail it because mm-hmm. there's 42,000. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to yeah. say it. I don't, I'm not going to put it out there, but yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. of those and, and the, yeah. and there's 50,000 of those. Yeah. You know? And so it was, it was interesting to come up with and I don't remember. There was some other kind of tongue in cheek names that were being thrown around. Um, we performed as the Knudsen's at Blanco's and you'd have to be a huge fan of the big Lebowski to find that even remotely yeah. funny. And and the host for the night walked right into it because there's a line from the movie, which is the Knutson. Who the fuck are the Knutsons? <laughs> and he said it on stage, like, and next in the Knutsons. Who the fuck are the Knutsons? <laughs> like, you know, it was it was, you know, yeah. lightning from hell. I wasn't like, I because oh. I just went straight to you know how, how they're gonna pronounce it, what they're gonna put before and after it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and it takes balls to do it because I mean, we were we were just we were, you know, the only reason why we were messing or even stopped to 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 worry about having a, a band called Blackguards was it's not a commonly you know it's not a you know the words just not thrown around here right. a lot so when you when you see it and hear it it's yeah you know and then now it's the Blackguards oh, and sure, it's just, sure, it's sure. just and, everywhere and you l- know l- luckily you're not a power drinking band because if y'all had a a running roadbed of if they call us the blaggers, we all have to do a shot. Oh my You'd God. Be dead. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which by the way, should be your next road game. Just so we can have all your days. Yes. Oh, <laughs> they couldn't make it. What happened? Yeah. yeah. The flu. <laughs> uh, How did that happen? Oh, darn. Oh, Jägermeister. Isn't that German for the flu? I think yes. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of, yeah, German for rabies cure or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, just back to the promotion end of this September 22nd. It's a Sunday. It's mm-hmm. going to be an early show. Uh, little outfit's going to open. We're going to play a, a, a rock and roll set. It'll be our first time, both bands together with our full band. Uh, we're really excited to play that with you guys. Um, we'll probably go on stage pretty early, probably eight o'clock at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, if we start looking at it as it needs to be earlier, we may do so. Um, but it should be a, a nice evening wrapped up by 10 o'clock. Everyone going their separate ways after that. I think we're going to Colorado for vacation and you guys are, what a when do you guys take off for Ireland? About a month after that, yeah, yeah. like about a month, like yeah. end of October, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's that's exciting for you. That'll be your ninth ninth annual, yeah. But we're also we're also do, we're we're, we're going to be front row for Brexit. I've been you know <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah, right that's we're, right we're, we're oh, going to be there November thirtieth yeah yeah so we're I'm 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 just I'm giddy I can't I, I can't wait be, to it's going to be goofy yeah. over there it's, yeah I was watching more videos we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago or was it last week uh, about. Because there's there's more and more talk about a united United Ireland now. Yeah, this this may be a consequence of that. That'll so, be that'll be super interesting. I don't know if <laughs> that would be amazing if that happens while we're there, but I I don't know if it's going to come together that quickly. But well, we're we're, yeah. we're taking an extra pair of work boots, so yeah, I, you know, I would think so. I would think so. I I would. Uh, well, I won't say it on the air because that yeah. would jinx it. But <laughs> we'll talk about it when we're not on the air. Just yeah. to cover your butts. But so, 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 how often do you do the do, do you do the 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 live rehearsal at Bohemians? We're doing it the third right now. It's the third Monday of the month. Uh, we, our second installment is tonight, which will not matter for Slappercast. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's the third Monday of the month. Uh, it's pretty early, eight to ten. Uh, we have 
kind of worked out a deal where a local brewery will kind of be spotlighted. Uh, so that it'll be a, a somewhat of a, a happy hour industry night vibe to it. Um, and it's, it's going to be a little loose. We, uh, there's been discussions tonight of bringing different instruments for each rehearsal to just try them out. Does this song need an acoustic? Does it need a 12 string? Fantastic. You know, um, I've got a keyboard player that I've kind of been keeping in a back pocket to see whether or not it makes sense to add that oh, cool. to it. Um, I think we'd like to have keys. Yeah. Um, but as you know, it's another mouth to feed. Yeah. And uh, he, he's very cool about it. The guy I have in mind, um, he's not willing to play for free, but he's not charging like he's bringing a Hammond yeah. and, a, and, a, you know, and his uh, Leslie. So yeah. it's, it's someone who, who can manage some of those, you know, Wurlitzer Rhodes, Hammond B3 kind of stuff and piano. So we, you know, nice. I, I would like to see what that sounds like. And and I talked about this a little bit earlier in the, in the, in the cast where we're kind of at that point now where we're, I feel like we're ready to back off just a little bit and leave some room. You know, does this song need a break? Does it need an interlude? Does it need, you know, some kind of psychedelic spin off to, you know, not quite make it a jam band, but you know, to look at our set list and say, instead of, you know, pedal to the metal nine songs in 45 minutes, maybe it'll be six songs because yeah. there's a, there's a break in there and, and it Ooh. will, it'll just kind of juice up the band to see what comes out of that. I think, I, yeah. hope, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I mean, you know, I've been, of course we, you know, we've been talking a lot about this gig, but I've been, I'm, I'm I just, I can't wait to hear the record. I just, the, I, I know yeah, it's going to, I know it's going to be I'm excited for it. It's, it's going to be an interesting, the, the players in the band all seem like they're, they're willing to put in the time to make this record and, and uh, there's, you know, there's going to be, be people in the room who've made a lot of records and there's going to be people in the room who've never, you know, even recorded a vocal. So, yeah. So we'll see. Cool. Yeah. So th- the third Monday. So after tonight, the next one will be September 16th. And yes, at, I believe that's accurate. Excellent. Yes. At Darwin's. And, and no, 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 it's at Bohemia's. Bohemia's. Bohemia. Sorry. Yeah. No, right. Darwin's is a place that y'all. Yeah. Saw. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Bohemia is also good. They got great food. Really, really good food, and it's a, such a great atmosphere. Yeah. A wonderful patio, and oh yeah, we, uh, we're there quite a bit, uh, just on on our own free time. It's a it's close to the house, ish, and we we have a, a good circle of friends there. And yeah, the parking's more, parking's really decent. Oh yeah, it's you great. know, it's just yeah, that's a great spot. Um, I just I encourage anybody to 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 go check that out, especially on the little outfit night because that's a yeah, it's fun. They, do, a, they still do a Beatles night there. I think it's Thursdays, Wednesdays or Thursdays. It's still Beatles night, and yeah. It's, and our bass player played there for years. Um, he was, oh, I used to play here. I'm like, really? And he's, uh, Robert Vigil is his stage name, but it's Vigil, technically. Uh-huh. Um, Irish. Is, man, I. Uh, <laughs> he, is, uh, he is steeped in Beatles. And uh, That's he, great. Plays, he plays almost exclusively short-scale basses. Oh, yeah, cool. EB1, uh, Gibson, I think, EB1? No. Is that the, the SG bass yeah. with a humbucker yeah. okay yeah and he also Thanks. plays a mustang bass a 60s or 70s mustang it's really cool it's nice it's not he, he brings the the humbucker uh gibson for our stuff um but i i've always kind of liked someone who plays a short scale bass a little higher up you know just and and kind of not not quite up here mm-hmm Paul Beebe has has yeah some short scale stuff yeah and yeah. so uh, it's it's interesting um, that he's chosen that and it his style really uh, fits but like I said his his 
his catalog of, of what, what he knows and loves in the Beatles has served us because he's like, well, you know, we could do it like this. And I was like, Beatles. He's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and this is the 27 year old guy, right? No, no, this no, is uh, Robert. I, 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 yeah. Robert. Oh, okay. Yeah. Robert Vigil's our bass player. Bit of a mystery. We have not discussed age. I think we're about the same age. Oh, okay. Um, um, our, our drummer, Alex McCall, uh, 27, comes from Birmingham, Alabama. A dyed-in-the-wool deadhead. Uh, went and saw Dead & Company twice uh, for the end of their summer tour. End of their summer tour? Kick off the summer tour? So that's kind of cool that he has that background. But he also comes from, you know, kind of a... Uh, a interesting postmodern music stuff where he's into bands that I don't know anything about that are, you know, kind of, kind of modern stylings. And so he's, he can talk about drummers and styles that are way beyond my scope, but for certain age groups within the band, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Play this. And so I, I feel blessed that yeah. there's, that there's these guys who know these styles. Cause it's, it's, we're we're still early enough in the formation of this band that there's no way to call it. We play this kind of music. I don't know what it is. It's it's getting stonesier and stonesier <laughs> every day. Like it's my rhythm playing is getting a little more, you know, not sloppy, but it has a, a wash to yes. it. Yes. A wash, which is yeah. very Keith Richards, you know, to have that kind of wash. And you know, in the back of my brain, I'm like, what if I did tune to open G? What if that, you know, to have that against Nathan's very melodic, very mid rangey classic rock and roll style. Um, who also, I want to do a shout out for Nathan. He has a, I always compare his playing to Robbie Robertson from when he was with the band. He has that style to it where he, it's not quite a pinch harmonic in the Zach wild department of pinch, but it's he's got that kind of you know higher in the neck kind of plink, which is very Americana. It's very uh, understated, but but, it, but yeah, nice. it lays it's, on the- it's no matter what he has plugged in, it's guitar and amp. Yeah, and you can only really get that sound if it's guitar and amp, and it's not just immersed in and washed with with every pedal you have on board. And I've right. always respected that because. There's even for a Canadian guitar player, there's nothing more American than than the band. I don't know what else to say about it. That's just an American guitar that's, sound. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's exciting. Lovely. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll 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 bring the we'll play for our lives in front. Yeah. Of you. We'll play for our lives. <laughs> that's gonna be great. Man. Yeah, yeah. We we well, I I know we're gonna have to a tune and b. Uh, we probably won't get on our game. <laughs> that's all. That's good. Yeah. Though. That's good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can maybe just uh, sabotage you before. Beautiful. Know. It'll be easy to do. Back just. in the back in the back in the day too. The 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 you know bands just messing with each other's gear just to just. I mean, and and, and we we talked about that recently too. Just how infuriating it must be to be playing playing your hearts out and the sound guy not giving you you know you, you know because the, there were teams. There was, yeah. you know, you're on their team or you're on their team, you know, it's just so goofy. That's why we're, you know, when you said Terry's there and they got oh, the new yeah. sound and, he's you know, so, so we're thrilled about he's Dan Electro's. So kind mm-hmm. us. He's, he's, it's like he walks into the room and if, if he had forgotten that we're going to be there, when he sees us, you can just see him like relax. Yeah. And when your sound guy relaxes, you're like, oh, it's going to be a good 
But I, I, that's a testament to, to you know to, to to you guys. You know the the people that go in there with um, the, the 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 place is gone now. But the uh, you know the the one show we played at Chapultepec or whatever that place was down there in Montrose. No, no, it was um, beside Chapultepec. Oh, um, right. Uh, oh, um, lizard. The, it was lizard lounge, but the last incarnation. Proletariat. Yeah. Yes. So we're so we're there, right? And when, so this band opens up for us. And I swear to now for for the non musicians, these uh, two amps uh, we could probably be used for like taking stone off a off, off a mountain. You know, so it's so it's two Fender um, Devils, two. Now the size of the room. Remember, yeah. If you swung, swung a cat, it better be a small cat, and it better yeah, be a yeah, short yeah, yeah. swing, right? So that's uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so uh, if you. So at two DeVilles, at both sides of him, this singer guitar player, right? And he is the lead singer. And then the, the rest of the band had whatever they had. Because I just walked in and my eyes just, uh, what? I had a DeVille, a 212 DeVille. I used to have one for as well. For a small, short time. Because yeah. you can't play that motherfucker yeah. anywhere. No, they're, they're right? the loudest so he, things so ever. He, so exactly. And they're, 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 it's not just loud in volume. They're loud in, well, they'll shave you. They'll, they will, they will take your... It pushes air like nobody's... Yeah, yes. I know exactly what you mean. So he had two of them up, and he, two, and he turned both of them up to, as, as far as he could before you know, the guitar ran away. Yeah. And then he's screaming at the sound guy, I can't hear my vocals. There's a little, there's a yeah. little, uh, little cafe, yeah. little uh, Yamaha. Sure. To, so essentially, what what, the, what this guy is doing, he's trying to run a freight train, freight train through, you know, the, you know a, you know, you know, like a like a like a a little little tinderbox, you know. And, sure. he's, and he's trying to. It just, I and and I understand. So we just left. We just left. We 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 said, right, we'll just come back and bring our stuff in after the. And again, I'm playing at four twelve. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing this massive amp that could absolutely, you know, but I, I never played it at the volume to, yeah, to, to, you know, to work, but that's their tone, you know, it's like, sure. yeah, I mean, and come, and, come and all this shit out. But one, just, one of my favorite road <laughs> stories, <laughs> and I can't remember who told me this. It might've been the guys at, I, I got the, not to toot my own horn too much here. Uh, me and a good buddy of mine, uh, Greg Gamble, uh, who makes uh, guitars, Gamble Guitar Works. Uh, Nathan and I both play some of his, of his axes. He and I got the the honor of being guitar techs uh, for the band of Heathens when they played Austin City Limits. So we oh, got yeah. to go to the the original location before they moved to where they are now. It was on the U, uh, UT campus, I believe. And uh, so the, we were there with like the the staff of Austin City Limits who had seen everyone. They're like, "Yeah, see that piano over there, Fats Domino, Ray Charles, blah blah blah." Oh. Everybody's played that, you know, blah blah blah. They were talking. And they said something about Los Lobos that they had gotten to know the road manager or something like that. And they said that they backline, they, they will take whatever you provide them, but be warned, you better bring the smallest amp that you can bring that's usable for the room. Because if you bring hundred watt marshals and four twelves, because you want to provide them with the best, they're going to play them and they're going to turn them all the way up. That's how they play. They no no pedal boards. Guitar, amp, dimed. Whatever it is, they just dime it and control it from the guitar. And if you're not prepared for that, it's it's a it's a big sound. And you don't think Los Lobos, but they can play and they yeah, are, they're yeah, a yeah, rock yeah, and roll yeah. band mm-hmm. and they do not they're not playing. They're yes. they're there to to knock it down. To, to, yeah. And it was to hear grown men go, the smallest amp that will work for the venue. <laughs> 
because they're going to turn it all the way up. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's a, that's very important. That's a great thing to know. And that's great because, 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 you know, you're, you're limited, you're limited with the PA that you have and with the sound that you can provide the band on the stage without, you know, I mean, they, they, they just only go to a certain level yeah, yeah, yeah. before you can, before you're screaming at each other, you know, but uh, you know, again, a rock, rock and roll has to be played loud. It has mm-hmm. to be played. Yeah. Not to worry. You're running people out of the room. I tell people this all the time. If you're, if the, the punters in there are uncomfortable, if they're having to shout, you're, you're, you're pissing in the wind. There's nothing good going to happen. No, you know, and, and punk shows, I get it. And metal shows, I get it. But for what we're doing, and and as often as we're doing it, you know, you have to, you have to. Well, be, it's it's. Uh, I, I go back to the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers rule, and it took them years to figure it out too. Um, by the mid '90s, they were uh, late '90s. They were no no more sound checks. The band was not sound checking. They had enough guitar techs, drum techs, front of house monitor guys who knew their set. So they the band didn't sound check. They trusted their team. Wow. I didn't they, know that. Yeah. They came out. And so the, they played and within a few songs, if there's something that had to be adjusted because of the crowd in the room, mm-hmm. it was adjusted on the fly, but they learned very quickly an empty room. So the stage volume came down and came down and came down. And Mike Campbell, for instance, uh, uses two, his main amplifiers up until the last tour were 12 Watts, 15 watts tops and those are his main rig now they were a big enough band where the front of house guy would have like an ac30 in an isolation box to run through the main because they're playing big enough rooms they had to have that but on stage in the monitors if they were using any nerds which i don't think they did they could speak to each other on stage because the stage volume was low enough and we just had this discussion with little outfit i played a show recently with a low wattage amp very low, like six watts. Yeah. And had it for the room, I had it louder than I normally run it. And it wasn't, it started to occupy that frequency where vocals were being affected by what was happening. So I actually uh, brought it down in the mains, turned it up a little bit on stage. And it was that note of, okay, this is too small of an amp because I need, I need more low end than I'm getting to feel it. And when we, use the right amps there's more room on stage musically and there's a the air moves differently it's not just this wall that you're trying to fight through Mm. there's room oh i can hear nathan's amp oh i can hear the drummer oh i can hear the bass player oh i can hear the vocals everybody's vocals yeah and it was like we got we talked about it's like oh there's air on stage it's yeah. not a wall. That's a big, yeah. that's, a, that's, I that's totally rare. <laughs> that's so rare. And it's a, and it's a, one of those mental notes of, yeah. does it serve the song? Yeah. Right back to what we started with is that's yeah. really the most important thing. And it takes a tremendous amount of, and I'm super guilty of it. What does this pedal sound like? Punch that punch. Yeah. That. Do I need four pedals on? No. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it sounds righteous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and you're at least care enough to go, Find out, yeah. But it's not, you know, not, not not at the detriment of the band. It's not at the, you know, peril of the sound guy or the, you know, the right. You know, I mean, right. you know, I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never really been a pedal bass player either. But since we're going direct now, I have to have pedals in front of me. Right, right. In the old days, I didn't even have a tuner in front of me because my my old Fender standard yeah. rarely went out of tune. So I, I would check it, you know, 
between songs occasionally or before the set. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so now I'm not used to having, you know, it's been, a, it's been, a, it's been a year now, but it still feels new, but I'll, I'll, I'm frequently forgetting the turn off my tune. I'm like, sorry, song, here we go. Oh, yeah, I, sure. And I, I, I remember that more than anything when we played our big show at, at Heights Theater um, with Cowboy Mouth is that I, I wasn't nervous, I thought, but I was making very forgetful mistakes like my, same thing, tuners on or my volume pedal was backed off or whatever. And it was like, thank God there's another guitar player and we're we're in the mains loud enough to where I'm not missing from this. So I've you know I just kind of took a deep breath and walked over and brought it back in and <laughs> as seamless as I can make it for not being in the mix at all. It's yeah. like oh crap. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. what's going on? That was jazz. hard to be seamless jazz. when you're the bass yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. So yeah, that's uh, September 22nd. It's going to be. Oh God, it's gonna be fun. It's just yeah, gonna be fun. Night. And so we got uh, there's September September sixteenth at Bohemia's. Right. Is there anything else coming up if, before that? Whew, yeah, we're busy. Uh, yeah. So this month uh, we are. I think we have eight shows total for the month of August. Oh, nice. Um, I think that's right, and probably six ish for September, if I remember correctly. I have to double check that. But uh, like this week, we're playing. Uh, at Wahoo's Cantina in Sargent, Texas. Uh, and then she's making that up. I, no, it's, we're it's, Sargent, Texas. It's where 2004 ends the, the, the farm road, 2004 Sargent, Texas is on Matagorda Bay. Oh, I okay. think it's between here and Bay city. Okay. Um, okay. it's 288 South hang a right on 2004 and take it down the coast. Um, it's a, You'd be surprised at the the caliber of of bands are starting to book down there, um, and uh, we, I was noticing. I was like, "Oh, these are the same guys that play the venues we're playing." I should look into this. Um, and uh, it's a bit of a haul. It's about an hour and fifteen minutes, which is same thing as Brenham, which we, we play there quite a bit. Um, so we're playing Wahoo's Cantina Friday night, uh, the twenty third and the twenty fourth. We're back at. Shady Acre Saloon uh, in the Heights on 19th Street, I think. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, which is a super fun venue to play. Uh, we were we were taken by surprise at how fun that was. Um, next week, I think we're up in Humble at the 1836 Backyard, which is a relatively new venue that's getting, yeah. some, getting some really good reviews for for crowd and, and, and bands and, and food, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that place to me recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it'd be a good, it'd be a good one for y'all. Um, I think that's it for this month. Wow. That's a lot. That's and great. We play, yeah. We, I think it, we've played four or five shows already. I think I can't remember. It's they're blurry. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, three, cool. shows this week. Yeah. Play three shows and yeah, that's, that's, you know, plus a day job. Yikes. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, yeah. Randy. Yeah, thanks for having Man, me. Man, we got to have you on this again. This is fantastic. I'd love to. I'd love yeah. to we, uh, we, I would love to come on here and talk about a record. We should do yeah. this. Pick a record out because I when I saw that's y'all a did, great idea. Yeah, yeah. Because y'all did y'all did the Iron Maiden show early in the, and I was like, ah, I would have liked to have been a part of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a sure. huge part of my of my childhood yeah. of, of like, Oh, this band is better than the other bands. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll do that next time. We should absolutely. absolutely. I'd love to come back. 
That's, that's okay. That's a yeah, good really. Idea. Thank you for because I, I know I know what your schedule it's it's nuts and but we're, yeah we'll 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 post all the yeah all the dates yeah, and yeah. You know, we'll offer it on you, Facebook yeah if you have any questions or anything just let me know and and uh, we'll uh, I'll I'll shoot you whatever information you need and and like I said we should we should have a, a full mocked up uh, website going by the end of the month I hope and and we're in dire need of it because it's yeah. It's important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to have a real live website. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. still important. It gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just, I just Great. want. Yeah, I want to hit one button and have everything done. But it's, it's, is it's not going to. Y'all's is. I think Chad. Chad, I'm. I've looked at. It and went. God, if ours is even close to this, because you have the, you know, like the important information that, uh, um, you know, like stage plots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which reminds me, uh, it's it's. Uh, well, we'll talk about it off the air. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, this sounds well, interesting. I, well, I was going to say we touched on a little bit about when you when you reach out to a venue. Uh, I, I'm starting to get to the point now where I can kind of say we need these we need these mini monitors. We prefer yeah. these mics on our cabs. Yeah. If you have a Beta 52, blah blah blah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. kick drum, right. we'll take it. Unless you have an Audix Five, whatever. Yeah. And the sound guys are either they're like, oh, sweet. These guys know what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, mm-hmm. we're a professional venue. They're yeah. hot shot. Cool. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. That I would rather be mocked because yeah. they're like, we got you versus, oh, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just, you know, that's the asterisk you're looking for of we're bringing our own PA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you are going to need it. You're going to need every single thing that you play with because yeah. and, you and, know and what they're going to show up with. And you guys being out there on the road as often as you are hitting new markets and, and, or, you know, going back to markets, which is, that's our next stage 2020. Uh, the rumor is probably fall of 2020. We're going to go out for three weeks, I think. Oh, cool. And, uh, probably do a Texas to, uh, Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, New Mexico, panhandle home uh i think we can I, it, probably two weeks but if i can get it we'll probably station up in colorado and play there for um that sounds like three weeks i mean yeah, i really, think we can do it and, and that's the thing about it is we we have the ability to park ourselves in colorado because my mom has a home there and use that as a base of operations oh, and just beautiful. shoot out and you yeah. know because you could technically play other states and still be home that night, yeah, in well, we've Colorado, done you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've straddled yeah. the, the state lines of many, many. That's, you know. well, the, and the, and you've done it. You've you kind of have gone out, and I would really love to do it, like a southeastern tour and hit all the old college towns that I used to bounce around to when I yeah. was a kid. And uh, and I've got enough friends in those towns where we could play, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, Columbia, South Carolina, yes, Ash, Asheville, North Carolina, D.C., Boston. We we could do it. Yeah. I, I have enough. Oh, there's not. And, yeah, and, and once you start doing plan, making that plan, it's you know you see the line that every other band takes. And, yeah, yeah. And there there there's a as my friend said, if you're not playing the Northeast, you know, right there as school is starting, like New Hampshire, Vermont, you know, Massachusetts, hitting there's four thousand schools with hungry college kids looking for anything other than the cover band that plays there every, yeah. you know, and so yeah. it's a, and it's not untapped. It's just, there's enough to go around. Yeah. So anyway, 
Yeah, and we, the, it's endless. The yeah. world does seriously go on. I just forever. give myself a headache thinking about it. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <dizzy>. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right. for listening, y'all. And thank you again, Randy, for being here. Chad, thank you so much. Uh, just really briefly, Blaggards, we're going to be playing at Ashford Pub this Friday or Saturday. I keep <laughs> I've made that mistake several times this morning already. <laughs> Saturday at Ashford Pub in Houston, Texas. Weed. It's basically Ashford Pub is like our our living room, essentially in Houston. Would you say? Mm-hmm. Um, the next week we're going to be at Moe's Vintage Park and Time Out Number Three in Pasadena. I saw that. Yeah. Yes. That's a great room. Tickles me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hope to see you like hey, hope yeah hope to see you guys soon and uh we'll see you next week thanks, thanks guys thank you